Hello, welcome back to Adding Value, the podcast. We are here with episode number 13, lucky 13, when is meat not meat? Or maybe stated differently, when is not meat meat? Two weeks ago, we pointed out the anti-virtuous circle that is impacting the meat industry currently. The three interrelated points of connection are climate change, technology advancements, and concentration in the processing tier. Last week, we explored how the meat industry is contributing to climate change. Next week, we will look at some of the amazing new technologies in the meat industry. But this week, I want to set the stage a little. I put meat in quotes here because there's actually some debate about whether what I derisively maybe called, quote, meat tech a few posts ago can or should be called meat in the first place. So because I am in fact a lawyer, I thought we could take a minute to look at a really interesting legal issue in the food industry, standards of identity. In other words, if you took peas, mung beans, fava beans, brown rice, cocoa butter, coconut oil, canola oil, potato starch, methyl cellulose, a plant fiber derivative, calcium, iron, salt, potassium chloride, beet juice, and apple extract, mix them all together in a ball, compress them into a patty, then pre-cooked it, should you be allowed to call it meat? Or is calling it beyond meat sufficient to make clear that it's not actually meat? The Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, has rules about what producers are allowed to call the things that we eat. The FDA regulates these standards of identity for consumer safety purposes so that you, the consumer, can be sure that if you are eating hamburger, that you are eating, quote, chopped fresh and or frozen beef with or without the addition of beef fat as such and or seasoning, which shall not contain more than 30% fat and shall not contain added water, phosphates, binders, or extenders. That's the definition of hamburger from the FDA. The FDA uses a variety of methods to determine an appropriate standard of identity. For example, the standard might be based on their ingredients, like jams or preserves. It might be based on compositional characteristics, like the level of milk fat permitted in different kinds of milk. It might be based on method of production, like the way in which different cheeses are made. Or it might be based on physical characteristics, like the particle size for cracked wheat. Additionally, some states also have rules about what producers can call their products. In Alabama, Arkansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, North Dakota, Oklahoma, South Carolina, South Dakota, and Wyoming all have laws prohibiting packaging a product as meat if it is, if it, quote, is not derived from harvested production livestock or poultry. And here in Wisconsin, margarine, must be labeled on a package in at least 20-point font and may not be served at a restaurant as a substitute for table butter unless specifically ordered by the customer. So what if a product intended as food doesn't fall into one of the numerous neat and tidy categories defined by the FDA or a state regulator? 
the FDA will look at truth in labeling. The standard used by the FDA is, is whether the label is false or misleading, or in FDA speak, quote, misbranded. For example, is a product called Just Egg that is a plant-based egg substitute misbranded? The same company manufactures a product called Just Mayo that doesn't actually contain any egg. The standard of identity for mayonnaise, however, is clear. Mayonnaise is the emulsified semi-solid food prepared from vegetable oils, one or both of the acidifying ingredients specified in paragraph B of this section, and one or more of the egg yolk containing ingredients specified in paragraph C of this section. In 2015, the FDA sent Hampton Creek, the company that makes Just Mayo, a friendly letter saying that they, the FDA, had received a number of complaints that the label was false or misleading. Hampton Creek argued that just, in Just Mayo, that just doesn't mean only, but it means, quote, fair and equitable, just as in justice. The FDA did not require Hampton Creek to pull the product off the shelf, but instead ended up settling on a package design that it made it more clear that the product does not contain egg. It increased the font size on Just to make it more clear that it is a brand name. It also increased font sizes on Egg Free and added Spread and Dressing, along with other indicators to make it clear that it isn't actually mayonnaise. Similarly, package design on Beyond Meats products is instructive. And here I have a picture of the product for Beyond Meats, Beyond Burgers. As you can see, plant-based patties are not only all caps, although so is everything else, it is in a contrasting color to the other text and in large letters. The product advertised 20 grams of plant protein per serving. There is a large and prominent call-out of the, quote, new meatier taste. In other words, if you looked at this package, despite the word meat on the package, it is clear that it is, in fact, plant-based. In 2005, the FDA started working on an overhaul of standards of identity. That project got put on hold for a variety of reasons. Officially, they just didn't have the time or resources to deal with it. Unofficially, there are numerous industry participants that are exerting huge amounts of pressure for the agency to decide one way or the other. Meat and dairy producers, related to the use of terms like milk, are pushing for strict, strict standards and enforcement, while technology companies are pushing for broader rules. This overhaul was revisited in 2020, but the comment period has come and gone, and the FDA has made no actual progress. Personally, I think the FDA is hoping the market just sorts this out. The FDA has bigger problems on its hands, like, you know, approving COVID-19 vaccines and making sure CBD hucksters aren't touting its cancer-curing properties. Editor's note. CBD does not cure cancer. Moreover, I think they are waiting for the technology to settle down a little so they can get a better handle on what the range of options are. As we'll see next time, there are three main technologies for meat-based alternatives. 
plant-based substitutes, genetically engineered yeasts, and 3D printing-like technologies from either plant or even animal-based stem cells. So that's it for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week to look at some of the meat alternative technologies.